Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Merry-Go-Round podcast. My name is Mary Brasha, and I'm your host. This podcast is powered by Selkirk Sport. We are Pickleball. We are currently in the off season of the pickleball year, and as many of you pickleball players know, there really isn't much of an off season in pickleball because the tour is year round. But I have been getting some questions on what I'm doing during the off season, so I thought I would share. First of all, the pickleball year is a very long one, and I have to take some time to rest and recover and relax. So. While I've been playing a lot of pickleball because I'm addicted to pickleball, I could play eight hours a day. I've been taking some days off to do other things. One of those things is my family. We went up to LA to see one of our favorite electronic music artists, John Summit, in concert. It was epic. It was so fun. We even saw some pickleball people from Los Cab there, which was great, but John Summit, if you're ever back in California, please come play pickleball with us. (laughs) Besides that, I've been setting up fun matches with friends who are still around for the holidays. Maggie and I have been drilling and we've been also working out in the gym a lot for injury prevention because we just want to be in the best shape possible for these long tournament days in 2024. So lots of good things happening and just want to wish a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Holidays to all who are listening to this show. Now I'm going to introduce you guys to our guest for the day. This gal is a fellow SoCal player. She is a former Boeing engineer turned full-time pro pickleball player and was just on the winning MLP Super Final Team, the Chicago Slice. They just won the big event in San Clemente a few weeks ago. Please welcome to the show, Lacey Schneeman. Hello, Lacey. Hi, Mary. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. Where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm surprised you don't recognize this. Have you have you seen this before? No, <laughs> I'm lost. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe not this is in my kitchen uh at home in redondo so you you came to my house for my birthday party which was uh, a couple months ago but um this seemed to be the best spot although it is very overcast today no, no sun out here but that's okay i know okay yes first of all what a fun time that was i love celebrating <laughs> birthdays yeah it was fun yeah. But also, yeah, it has been very overcast. I think a lot of rain is coming into SoCal. So hopefully we can get all of the drilling in. <laughs> I know. I mean, what, like we have this break and what else are we supposed to do except drill and practice? And are we actually supposed to take a break? God forbid. I don't know how to do that. Well, I feel like you might need a break because Lacey, you are an MLP champion. How does it feel? Oh, man, it feels good. I, uh, that whole weekend was kind of unreal. Um, I mean, you know, having the PPA finals and then getting kind of thrown into singles, uh, that kind of started the whole five day, um, sequence, uh, off to a kind of chaotic start, but, um, 
yeah, got through the PPA finals and then, and then just went up straight on into MLP. Um, I don't know. We, we, <laughs> I don't think I'll be honest. I don't know that we were like the most motivated team. I don't know that anyone was like the most motivated to be out there at the MLP finals or playoffs. Um, just cause it, it was kind of like felt thrown together a little bit, uh, um, and it was on like a Monday, Tuesday, right after the PPA final. So it's been a long year. Everyone was kind of exhausted. Um, but I don't know. We we went out there and, and played our hearts out and were able to keep some matches really close and, and just kind of grind it out, really, especially, you know, against DC and then against the squeeze in the final. Just uh, especially Eric and I. I mean, Eric was was amazing and mixed and um and and our, our whole team somehow coming together to win two dream breakers was um was crazy so i guess to answer your question uh i mean it feels good <laughs> it feels good for sure shout out the chicago slice king eric lang love <laughs> him he is one of the best partners you can have in mixed yeah. doubles keeps it so positive i loved watching both of you guys on the court, because I consider you both two good friends on tour, and I could just tell the energy was high, and especially knowing you guys, like, needed that mash to kind of stay in it, and you just did it. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I think Eric, Eric kind of pulled us through, and uh, in, in I think both of those matches when we were down, he was you know, he was the one like firing the team up. He was the one you know, that kept the positive energy. Um, and, and, uh, no, no, I, I think he played great in mix. I think he figured some things out over the course of the season. Um, when, when he and I and, and the rest of our team didn't exactly have the best start in, um, Atlanta. So, and then, and then had an okay weekend in, in Dallas, but still we're kind of, kind of disappointed with how well, well we had played so far. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. He, he played great. Um, I, I love playing with Eric. He's he's such a stud. He's uh yeah, like I said, such a supportive partner and and so positive and um gets really fired up, which is so fun to see. And then um obviously I have to give a big thanks to to Jesse and, and Ben as well, because you know, they're rock solid always. Um, you know, Ben Ben's a goat. No, no one can uh, deny that part. And he has had a very long year. So for him to be able to, you know, come out there and do his thing and and uh help us out um and then jesse same i mean same you know she's i don't think she ever takes takes a week off takes a day off really she you know she plays like every tournament that exists um on the on the pba tour on the mlp side of things as well and um just grinds it out i know she was uh struggling a little bit with some like physical stuff um like a elbow thing and then and just kind of you know the the physical toll of the year mental toll of the year so uh I, I like so so many kudos to her for her performance in the dream breaker against the squeeze especially um I, I I don't know that we would have wanted without her uh performance in the second half of that one those moments are what make MLP so fun is when <laughs> you just bring it together and get those victories in the matches I think you know knowing you personally like how fun it must have been to team up with Jesse, your fellow SoCal player who you train with. I think that probably was so fun to play with someone, you know, who you live by. You can practice together. That's great. And then having Ben on your side, I'm so curious what that's like. Do you feel like you get 
you know, more strategy or mm-hmm. what, what do you feel like that experience was like? Um, I mean, Ben and Jesse, probably some of the, the best strategists on tour, um, some of the most methodical players on tour, I would say. Um, just the super high percentage, which which you can really, I feel like, see when when you watch them play mixed together. Um, you know, Jesse's uh, doing exactly what Ben wants her to do, essentially, and, and just playing like such smart mixed so that he can do what he needs to do and, and uh, take over in the way that he does so well. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, this it was super fun to to hear from them. Essentially, you know, before every every game, every match, we would have a little little chat about um, what exactly to pick on, what to look for, what kind of uh, shots to to you know hit, and uh, and I, I talked to Ben pretty extensively after. Um, gosh, I guess it was after Dallas when um, I played well, but like was still kind of unsure about a couple things and he you know he was super honest and open with me and gave me some feedback some specific things to work on um some specific things to like uh, continue to use to to strengthen my game um and, and that was like you know I, I don't know that there's that many players that will do that in, in such an open dialogue type of way where um you know you just give you like open feedback and and you know, asking questions and and uh so willing to do that even though you know uh <laughs> even though it's like your competition you know right um but yeah no I, I think I think one of the funny things about playing with Ben is like you get to see a side of him that that um, other people don't see a lot so right we stay in Airbnb together and he's he's just like you know he's a, he's a kid he's I mean he's not a kid but you know he's like a, a young 20-ish 23-ish year old whatever um he's a young guy that enjoys hanging out and hanging out with friends and playing video games and um whatever just like dorking around you know he, he's he's just a kid that happens to be insanely good at uh, <laughs> a kind of silly sport but um you know he, he's a smart guy and um I uh, have enjoyed hanging out with him I guess one other thing about about being on the team with Ben is <laughs> I think I think it takes like it, it, unless you actually get to practice with him, um, it's it's tough to see like just just how good he is. And like obviously we can see that because he's he's beating everyone like day in and day out pretty much. But when you when he when you practice with him, he's like working on all these new shots and like pulling out all these stuff out of the bag that you that you've never seen that I've never seen in matches. It's just like so tricky and I <laughs> I don't know every time I play we practice against them um it was I was just like floored by a lot of the stuff that, that he can do and and a lot of the stuff that he can do that I've never seen him do in tournaments that he's just kind of like he, he calls it like it's it's still in the lab it's still it's still at work um so I uh, have no doubt that he's going to continue um continue his reign and and uh, I think it'll be real tough as he starts to bring those new tricks out of the bag. Um, I think it'll be real tough to take him down. Well, you heard it here, everyone. There is still more. Ben John <laughs> always in the lab working on stuff. Well, we're yeah. looking forward to seeing that. Last thing about your MLP victory. Sure. What did that moment feel like for you? And how did your team celebrate? <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, the moment was crazy. I mean, 
uh, I don't know. I mean, we so we had won the Dreambreaker the day before, which was like, you know, somehow, and then and then we repeated the thing. We were down 0-2, won both the mix, um, came out in a Dreambreaker, and you know, the last time we had played the squeeze in a Dreambreaker, we got demolished. We got we got be like twenty one nine or something something ridiculous like <laughs> not even close really um but this one I don't know obviously we were I mean it was like it was we we're right there and anything can happen in a dream breaker so um it was like it was close the whole first half it was like we were up 11 10 at the switch um I think everyone was playing the same people that they had before uh which is interesting and and I don't know I, I thought I could do better than I did last time Jesse certainly did better than she did last time I think Benny also did better. Zane, I don't know, he kind of neutralized Zane in a little bit of, of a way. And obviously Eric and um uh who's the other player? Uh Andre. Oh. <laughs> Eric and Andre. Eric and Andre is, is like kind of an interesting watch because not neither of them really play singles. But I think I mean our whole team just stepped up so crazy, uh, in, in a crazy way. And then Ben had a chance to uh to clench it when we were up. I don't know. I don't know what I think it was 1814 when he stepped in. And uh so if he hit if he had won three in a row, he could have clenched it, but he was pretty frustrated that he wasn't able to, I think. So I came in at whatever it was, 1916, I think. Um, something like that. Maybe, maybe, yeah, 1917, something. Um and gosh, I mean, I <laughs> I like to say that I, I perform well in those like clutch situations. And I, I think I've, I've had some pretty good success at, thank you. I've had, I think I've had some pretty good success at clenching dream breakers, especially um, even if, you know, I have a arguably losing record against whoever I'm playing, going head to head with in the dream breaker, I can somehow, you know, uh, just make enough balls or, or hit the right shots. in in the end that, um, that is able to kind of clench it out and uh, I don't know yeah I stepped out there I was I was fired up I was like excited to you know get the chance to even take it and um, I don't know hit an arguably lucky shot at 20 whatever 2018 whatever 2017 whatever it was um, to hit that like drop shot backhand and then and then Anna runs up and misses it long and oh my god it was it was unreal. I mean you could see it in the pictures like we're we're like elated obviously um yeah we were like <laughs> I think we we're in shock mostly <laughs> that we had somehow won that match and just won the whole playoffs because we uh I mean I think I, we were down and out essentially in, in two of those matches and um to have you know gritted our teeth and and um pulled it together in both of those situations yeah we were we were stoked um but yeah as far as celebrations go <laughs> we um I don't know I, I we were we were just like so I think shock in shock for a while we were obviously stoked but um we eventually after kind of cleaning ourselves up a bit we went to uh, a rooftop bar in Laguna I guess which was cute and nice and just had some drinks and got to kind of relax a little like decompress after the stress of uh, of the whole you know weekend yeah and of the moment and um got to just <laughs> a lot of it was just reminiscing over certain things that we were thinking about like during the whole the, the few matches and like certain moments that um that we wanted to relive <laughs> together um and 
I don't know. It was that, and then and then we went after the rooftop bar. We went to Eddie V's in Newport. We went to if oh. you don't know what Eddie V's is, I'm sure you know what Eddie V's is, but it's a it's a pretty fancy um, like steakhouse seafood restaurant um, that has great cocktails. Uh, great. I think the the truffle mac is is particularly um, noteworthy, and and uh, yeah, one of uh, one of Ben's favorites for sure. He's a foodie. If you if you didn't know, so he, I did not know that he'll take the liberty of of ordering for everyone which is fine fine by me um so had a lot of truffle mac and some good cocktails and um just had a had a grand old time and then we were thinking about going out but it was a tuesday and we had had a very long five days so uh yeah we, we left and i think i think i crashed by like 10 30. <laughs> off to bed the <laughs> will Wait, but that's just so neat. You know, sometimes the summary I'm kind of getting from us talking about this is like, you guys just didn't really expect it. I mean, I would expect it. You guys are a solid team, but you you guys just kind of went into it with low expectations. And I feel like in pickleball, sometimes that's the best is when you just, you know, you just go in, you play your game, you do your best and like, let the results take care of itself. And look at you go enough of that I want (laughs) the people to get to know Lacey a little bit more so let's start with telling us a little bit about your family and I'm going to spoiler alert a lot of people may not know that you are actually a twin (laughs) (laughs) um yes I that is correct I, I am a twin if you didn't know um no to assume your first question is are we identical no we are not identical um we're paternal super different um she lives in uh, my hometown in san angelo texas and uh does you know does her own thing is okay at pickleball if if you're curious about that but um and has played a, a, a couple tournaments but um certainly not not as serious as uh <laughs> as i am um but we'll see if i can convince her to to get out there Nice. eventually with me <laughs> um yeah you've probably seen my dad and my aunt at at some tournaments uh they they come to a lot of stuff uh they they love uh coming out and supporting me and I have a quite a quite a few family members that'll come out especially to MLP events because you know they're they're so exciting um and yeah love, love having uh uh you know uh some family members that can come out and cheer me on uh and uh I don't know just uh hang out and be supportive and I that's probably the most I've seen my family since I went off to college so um it's definitely a good excuse to um you know hang out with family and get some family time oh yeah how nice you guys can all unite at these tournaments and (laughs) and, yeah your dad is always just so sweet and you guys are so genuine and going on to okay you were in college you didn't see them a lot but you were out here in California living your best life at (laughs) USC tell us about what life was like before you made the jump to pro pickleball um yeah so I I came to USC that that's how I ended up in SoCal um I came to USC to study aerospace engineering um oh (laughs) smart alert (laughs) 
I uh, also played uh, club tennis at USC and was was a captain of of that team for a bit. Um, and I don't know. For me, club tennis was was like the perfect amount of of competition. But I also had time to you know study engineering and uh, have a, a social life and get enough sleep and all the things. And I um, that was essentially why I didn't end up playing some ver version of college tennis. I wanted to go to a big school, and I knew if I if I tried to play for a big school, it, that's uh you know I know D one sports take take a lot of take take a decent toll, um, and I, I wanted a more of a balance uh, with the things that I wanted to do, and you know I, I wasn't uh, under any delusions that I was going to play pro tennis eventually. So uh, you know club tennis was a was a good uh, a good. I guess medium um, for me to still be able to play, but not so serious that I couldn't pursue other things. Um, so, anyways, yeah, studied uh, aerospace engineering at USC, and then um, got my bachelor's. Ended up doing a, a fifth year just to get my master's in, in aerospace engineering as well, um, and then graduated and went. Uh, so that was like middle of the pandemic, actually. I, I uh, my final semester was uh, half of it was on Zoom because that was like the beginning of the pandemic in, in like March of 2020. Um, so I graduated with my master's in, in March, uh, May of or June, May, May of 2020, and then um, started working for Boeing shortly after that in uh, in the summer of 2020, and uh, <laughs> worked there until uh, actually just earlier this year, about six seven months ago. Um, but I, I technically started playing pro pickleball, I guess, June of 2021. Uh, no, 22, 22, 22. Um, so I've been a, a sort of a pro pickleballer, depending on your definition, for a, a year and a half now. Um, nice. But yeah, now now I'm full time pickleball as of June this year, and um, loving it and. Um, I can't say I miss engineering so far. We'll see. We'll see eventually if that changes. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm loving the the full time pickle life so far. Wow, I mean, I know you're having great success and doing so well. I <laughs> I I would think so too. But I'm just so curious what kinds of projects you worked on at Boeing. I mean, that's just such a cool fun fact that you were an engineer. <laughs> yeah um yeah I don't I don't know many aerospace engineers that that are pro pickleball players now it might might just be me I know it was a uh, the commentators like <laughs> they would say it like every time that I was on center <laughs> court which is funny um I'll have to one thing I, I would like to mention is my my cousin um who likes to watch she'll she'll watch anytime I'm on I'm streamed essentially um, she made up a drinking game for when I'm on center court. And one of the times that they have to drink is anytime they, the commentators mention that I'm an aerospace engineer is uh, obviously that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a drink for sure. Um, yeah, some of the things I worked on. So I was a uh, product design engineer for, uh, for Boeing and uh, I worked on Technically, I worked on electronic units of satellites at Boeing. So, um, do you know what a printed circuit board is? Don't make me sound dumb on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> no, no, just like just, okay, okay. Yeah, you don't no, know what I a credit card report is. Saying. Yes, yes. Yeah, you don't. You don't need to know. Like if that's not common knowledge necessarily. Okay. But a credit card report is like um, just a little unit of of electronic components um, that talk to each other via you know electrical connections and copper and um, the whole thing acts like as a little little brain for um, controlling electronic things right so they're they're like in your phone in your um in literally anything and anything electronic uh uses a, a printed circuit board but our satellites at boeing used pretty complex versions of these things um and one of the things that i would do at boeing was like design them or help help design them so i would take a uh a kind of a plan from an electronic elect sorry an electrical engineer and then i would take that plan and like turn it into an actual design for this uh, printed circuit board, for this complex printed circuit board. Um, yeah, that's like some of the, you know, that's like one of the more interesting things that I did there. <laughs> Casual thing I did at Boeing, you know, no, <laughs> no big Yeah, deal. I don't know. Yeah, this for the, and it, you have to design it obviously for like space um, conditions and, and environments and also like you know needs to withstand launch and and all kinds of forces and whatever well, yeah wow well i'm glad i learned something new today this is great <laughs> <laughs> moving on though to my next question which is kind of before you made that jump to full time pickleball was it hard for you to balance having a full time job and trying to play pro pickleball i'm sure it was so i'm like mm -hmm. yeah for you but I just remember <laughs> like you having to go to work and then trying to squeeze in the drilling so like how was that how was that for you <laughs> yeah um yeah it was tough <laughs> you you're correct it, it was tough it, um I how long was I doing that I was doing that just about a year, I guess, was playing pro football and, and uh, working full time. Um, but yeah, I I mean, I was obviously working Monday through Friday, pretty regular hours, and then and then I would just try to drill or play um, in the evenings if I could, and then play tournaments on the weekends. And um, I it was nice. I did have like a, a decently flexible schedule, and and at some point I told my manager kind of what I was doing so that. Um, they kind of understood, you know, what, what, why I was taking time off or like how my schedule was going to be kind of weird. And, uh, they were, you know, super understanding with me. And, and, uh, at some point I was, I was running through my, uh, PTO pretty quickly, <laughs> um, and just, uh, was, uh, yeah, not close to zero, but, you know, running it, running down the, the time pretty quickly. Um. And I don't know, I think the hardest thing about about working full time for me was was and playing perfect well for me was was if I would go to a tournament on the weekend, which was like, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back on Sunday and then go to work first thing Monday morning. Um, that that Monday was like rough. Uh, I think it was just like, you know, the, the emotional and physical stress of the weekend uh, was exhausting and then having to kind of uh just reset in like what sunday night basically reset sunday night and then come back to uh a somewhat mentally taxing uh work job uh monday morning was uh it was tough and and uh 
I was always pretty tired like that that Monday and Tuesday after a tournament weekend and um I think you know I think that's one of the things that's nice about not working full-time now is is you get those days to kind of reset and, and recoup and let your mind and body chill out and um that was like the hardest thing for me was was going back into work Monday Tuesday and then and, you know you're having a full full week of work and then having to go you know rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and it was uh just mentally and emotionally exhausting it was a grind for sure and and <laughs> playing pro pickleball is already a grind but putting a, a full-time uh job on top of it was grindier whoa Lacey we are in the off season what are you working on in your game? And what is a tip for someone who's trying to work on that same thing as you? Um, gosh, I don't want to spoil all the things that I'm working on. Um, but I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely trying to learn some new tricks. Um, some some things that I will hopefully be bringing out, you know, in in January yeah. uh, at the the first event. So some things that involve um, using my athleticism a little bit more extensively. Um, I think, I mean, I think something I'm, that I'm always working on and and probably will forever is, is just like being more consistent and, and being able to bring uh, a higher level uh, more consistently. So that kind of, for me, looks like drilling, you know, drilling, dinking, drilling, dropping, drilling, um, drives all the all the things that that sometimes I I can make I can kind of rack up the unforced errors and um trying to just you know keep those to a minimum and you know I I think if I'm playing with with a very um low amount of unforced errors and I'm kind of playing my aggressive game I think uh it's it's tough Watch tough out. to be me yeah exactly so uh you know trying to cut down on all that stuff but also add a few new things that It'll keep me kind of tricky and and um uh, I don't know more of a more of a threat out there. So um yeah, doing all of those things and and uh just trying to trying some uh, new paddles and and uh, in the meantime as well. Um but yeah, I think we'll get some <laughs> yeah behind me here. You may want to try. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> um yeah, I I think. I think, I don't know, if you're trying, I guess, to get better um, in the way that we are, I think drilling is essential. I, I mean, I think drilling with a purpose, obviously, I think there's other players that have talked about that probably better than than me, but, and more than, than, um, than I have. But I think drilling is, drilling is like pretty much what I do 90% of the time these days. I don't play a whole lot of rec. Um, I do, do play some, but Honestly, I, I might play more if it was easier for me to kind of get a group, but um, everyone in SoCal is a little bit spread out and everyone's like gone for the holidays. So right now, especially I'm, I'm just drilling like one-on-one -on -one with someone, um, trying to work on some specific things. Um, so I think I think drilling, just like getting those reps in and then drilling with a purpose is, is obviously super essential. You know, if you have a specific shot in mind, like set up drills that, that are gonna like force you to practice that shot. Um, and then, and then something that I'm trying to do a little bit more actually is, is instead of just um, that I've started to do in the past couple months, actually, instead of just, you know, drilling drops down the line and then drilling like cross court dinks is like really implementing some skinny singles to like 
kind of put it all together and make it more realistic. And I don't love skinny singles. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's really exhausting, but, and it's, it's sometimes not the most realistic when you don't have a full court to play against, but, but I think it's really good when you're, um, you know, really trying to be realistic in like serves and returns and then, and then hitting third shots off of returns as opposed to like off of someone that's like standing at the net hitting roll volleys at you. Um, and then, and then obviously working your way up to the kitchen is, is something that I'm continuously working on. And I think putting all that together in a game of, of, uh, skinny singles is, has been pretty useful for me recently. And, um, something that I'd recommend, I'm sure you play plenty of, of skinny singles with Maggie and whoever, but, um, yeah. yeah. I need to get better at it though. I feel like I always lose in skinny singles. So. <laughs> what, what are you working on Mary in the off season? You know, I am, wow, I'm, I'm honored you asked me this question. <laughs> I am similar to you, always working on just kind of all the shots, trying to be the most consistent I can be because at this level, everyone has the shots. So it's like, how can I, you know, grind out a point more than someone else can, but I'm always working on becoming more aggressive too. So my left yeah. side getting better and better every day so <laughs> love it <laughs> love it I would um, say you you've been getting more aggressive so so kudos to you woo. um oh pen fell anyway next question Lacey we know you're very athletic we know you are in the gym what is your favorite workout to do at the gym oh um favorite workout gosh um like specific exercise like a specific or... exercise movement you can only pick one <laughs> oh, mine is the back squat that's my favorite oh I I like a back squat but I also hate a back squat you know <laughs> um love hate relationship <laughs> honestly the gym is a love-hate relationship for me it's it's always it's it's a little bit of a struggle for me to like get get there once I'm there I'm like I'm good and I can do all the things and and then I feel better after but um but yeah it's it's uh you know I'm like just just go to the gym you'll you'll be happier once you're there um yeah if I had to gosh if I had to pick one I they're all all the exercises are a love-hate relationship what do I like doing (laughs) like pull-ups great I hate them, but they're great. You know, like how many can you do? I don't know. <laughs> it depends on the day. Maybe like maybe 10, 10 might be pushing it. Oh, that's like, way more than I can do. So that's uh, yeah. <laughs> Pull-ups are, are kind of a fun, fun little flex though, for sure. Cause I think there's not actually that many women that can do like unassisted pull-ups. Um, and then the I, I've been doing this since I, them since I was a kid, which is kind of partially why I can. Um, but yeah, so that's a kind of a fun, a fun thing to kind of show off in the gym because uh, you'll you'll get a lot of like looks and they're like, oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, good to know. I got to work <laughs> on my pull-ups to be cool. Yeah, let's go to the gym, Mary. Yes, we will have to go to the Lowe's Cab Gym soon. Um, yeah. Lacey. 
It has been such a pleasure chatting with you. And I chat with you often because we do get to train together, which is great to have, you know, friends on tour. It's such a crazy life. But um wanted to ask as the final question, if you're going to a karaoke bar after you win the MLP Super Finals, what song are you singing? Tell the people. Oh my gosh. Uh put me on the spot. Uh gosh, what is my what is my go-to karaoke song? Um maybe oh I have a couple in my head. Maybe like like a thousand miles. You know that one? Or um or I'm yours by Jason Mraz. Oh nice. Um or gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I one of the ones I would think about doing but would never actually do is Baby Got Back. I people love that song, but it's it's only only anyone every, everyone only knows the very beginning of that song where you know he sings the 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 chorus and then and then it goes into a rap that's like pretty difficult to sing. So you know it? No, God, no, not at all. I don't think anyone knows it, which is why I'm saying I don't think like this is a warning, essentially, for everyone that wants to do karaoke, even if Baby Got Back is tempting, wouldn't recommend because okay. I've seen it done and failed. Um, but yeah, maybe, well, I don't know, A Thousand Miles is maybe my first choice. We've got a variety of choices in the lineup. So now I'm curious to see it come to life. I guess, you know, after the holidays, we'll have to get a group together and go sing. Lacey, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the Merry-Go-Round podcast. It has been fun learning more about you. And thank you to everyone who tuned into this episode. We will see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Mary. Bye.